No hipsters. No hipsters. No hipsters pod. 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 Episode 55, No Hipsters Pod. It's your boy Ronce, the founder of NoHipstersPod.com. And this week, our co-host is my dear friend. Bevy. I literally, I tell him this all the time. This is my favorite show to be on. This is my favorite podcast. Thank you. I, I love, love being it. here. I appreciate like, you. Like what they say, you. what the kids say, I love it here. Well, I love, love it here. here. I love it here. But no, really, <laughs> honestly, thank you for coming. And I'll, you know, you were in town, so we had to do this. Uh, you know, hopefully you move back to DC. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. If okay, so if you want me back in DC and you're trying to help me pay my rent, <laughs> you know where to find me. <laughs> You know the Instagram. Right. You know the kid. Just right. DM me. I'll All be right. back here. I just need help paying my rent. <laughs> I don't actually need help because your bitch be getting money. But that, that part. But that part. Your bitch be getting money. But if you want to help because you just like she's such a joy. I would love her yeah. in town. But yeah, I should say before we get into like the the podcast. Congrats on the new job. Um, Thank you. I'm happy for you. We talked about Thank this you. and I'm seeing. Uh, yeah, I love to see people get money. And yeah. And Listen, y'all, Ronce literally, <laughs> Ronce, we was having a conversation one time, and he was like, you're making how much? He said, nah, I don't like that. I don't agree with that. I don't like that. And I'm sitting here trying to convince Ronce and myself, like, no, it's okay, because I just started out. And he was like, no, I don't like it. Yeah. So from that moment forward, I said, I got to get my money up. Yeah. Let me get my paper get, up. Get, get you. And I called Ronce, and I told him I got my paper up, and he was like, Amen. Amen. Hurrah! Huzzah! Like, you know get, what I'm saying? Get, get into the bag all 2022. Period. Amen. It's only a... It's about the money Amen. and it's about love, too. All that. Love and money all 2022. Let's get to the topics. Um, this week, Sherry Shepard confirmed the news that's been reported for weeks now. Yeah. That she will be replacing Wendy Williams. Starting in September, I am debuting my own talk show, Sherry <laughs> I don't think she said it in the doing her announcement, but the reports are that Wendy, the Wendy Williams show comes to an end in June. <sighs> it's a terrible way to end a show. Um, I mean, who knows if she's going to get a show elsewhere or if she's going to, if she cares to do this at all. Yeah. But she did uh, put out a veil on her personal uh, Instagram account, a new page she just opened where she spoke with her son and sounded like she wanted to come back to TV. Like I want to be all I can be. And then get back to New York and get on down with the Wendy Williams show. It's just crazy that someone gets to not only replace you, but announce their replacement on your show. Uh, and while they're guesting for you, it, the whole thing seems a little dirty. But I also understand that she can't just, she, she can't be, yeah. She, I mean, it costs money. She signed a contract. I, they can't wait forever. I get it. But it, the, the game is ugly. That's all I can say. You know, I think like I'm I'm seeing it two ways, right? I'm very, very happy for Sherry. Yes. I'm very, very happy for Sherry. I think that that's amazing. She's a dark skin fat. I'm not calling her fat. I'm saying by industry standards, people, she would not be what she's she is, not a stick figure, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for a dark skinned, bigger black woman. To get this opportunity is absolutely amazing. Mm -hmm. However, the way that Wendy is going out kind of hurts. It does. It does. She, it, Wendy set the precedent 
for all of this shit. Yeah. Y'all watching The Shade Room? That's Wendy. Y'all watching Hollywood Unwatched or whatever these these extra blogs is called? Well, that's Wendy. Right now, that's being, Wendy. <laughs> if we're being honest, that's <laughs> Wendy. Wendy opened up the gate for black bloggers to be able to contribute to this space, to be able to talk about their culture. Yeah. And I think that's so beautiful. And we're not hearing her. We're not hearing it directly from her that, you know what? It's time for me to move on to the next chapter. We saw her faint. We saw her be replaced. And then she's like, oh, okay, I'm going to, like, that kind of sucks. It, it sucks, but it just, it lets you know that, um, you know, and it's funny because she always says this, there are no friends in this business. And clearly, right? You saw that. And, uh, and from what the reports are saying, all of her staff are going to become when, uh, Sherry staff. Oh, crazy, right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, that, that's, that's what's happening. It's, it's really sad. Really I sad. think it's really interesting the speech that Sherry gave. Right. Okay. okay. So if y'all haven't seen yet, Sherry gave this speech about, um, you know, how happy she is, how God aligned this. Sometimes God will say no. And um, because it's another opportunity for you to say yes and all of this stuff. And I love that. I really do truly love the idea and concept of there is no such thing as denial. There's only redirection. There's no such thing as failure. There is only revisions or a new path. Mm -hmm. And I really do admire that. However, I, I don't think she spent enough time notifying the fact that like, this isn't just an opportunity that was given to you. There's an opportunity that was given to you because That's a so black expensive. woman yeah. not failed, but her health failed. She couldn't do it anymore. And you got the next runner up spot. I think that it would be important for Sherry to just it, to just recognize that like, hey. To be fair, I think she did kind of make an effort to say, oh, this is not a replacement, even though we know it is. It's she, a replacement. She did say that, <laughs> yeah, she did say, you know, it's not a replacement. And, um, you know, I think she, she kind of acknowledged Wendy's greatness. But I do want to give the queen her, her, her props and her flowers because Wendy had a legendary career in radio. And this show was specifically crafted for her. No one can do this format but Wendy. Because when you talk about the greatest talk shows of all time, Oprah Winfrey, Phil Donahue, Ricky Lake, The View, Montel Williams, you have got to mention the Wendy Williams show. From what I understand, Wendy picked all the guest hosts. Really? Okay, so if she picked on a guest host, I do mean Wendy. Um, so what made you choose... I'm sorry, I just had to ask. So what made you choose um, Terrence? I just... Terrence? No. I, I had to ask her I thought he was one of the better ones. Oh, Terrence J? Okay, so Terrence J, he's a very handsome man. He is really good at, like, bringing in pop culture. He's really good at talking about it and stuff like that. I didn't hear this. Here's my thing, though. Terrence, you still ain't told us who that chick was in the car when you got into that car accident and you had a girlfriend and the police had came up and the old girl you was with dipped. We still don't know what's going on about that. I think he was a fantastic guest host. He has, you know, the experience. He's done like live TV for so long. Yeah, for a very long time. Um, and so yeah, I think one of the better ones, but apparently Sherry Shepard was by far the most popular guest host. Really? The ratings were always the highest when she guest hosted. 
with you. know what's interesting though? Because she was what other shows was she, she was on? on the View. And she then was she on got the like View. fired in a weird way, if I remember correctly. Which is why I'm kind of I really am happy for her. I just I wish it wasn't happening in this way and and seemingly at someone else's expense. Yeah, but um, it's not like she's done anything wrong. She she didn't twist she didn't any arms to make them give her this opportunity. It's just the person they had. I was out of commission, and she was the most logical replacement. I mean, listen, life works that way sometimes. So. For the dark-skinned black women out here, I love what Sherry is doing. I will say, though, like, it just it just feels weird. It, 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 feels, it feels dirty. Weird. It just feels dirty. And it feels because, like, Wendy has been opening up doors for this industry, this specific industry for decades. Mm -hmm. And the lack of acknowledgement of what she's experiencing, of what she's going through. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe she's doing it. Yeah, right? I, I maybe she wants her privacy. Me, uh, yeah, a part, of me, a part of me thinks she does not want people. I think she wants her privacy. all the details about it. And, like, and she's had like a rough couple years. Aside from like just Graves' disease and, and whatever thing she's dealing with health-wise. This she just went through a divorce as yeah. public, um, and you know it's 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 been a rough couple years for her. Yeah, I would say a lot of people have been like, "Oh, this is what she gets." All of this stuff. I really want y'all to know though that like, as a person, as a black celebrity, I get that you wanted your privacy too, and she may have invaded that. But the fact is, is that the lane that she opened even helped your celebrity. You would not be at the height of celebrity that you are if it wasn't for the fact that Wendy Williams opened up the door to say, black celebrities matter too. I want to talk about these niggas too. It's important to talk about their lives and their experiences. For and sure. you may not have liked it because it was you being expensed. Yeah. I mean, listen, Wendy, she's made a lot of enemies and in some ways she's been- She a made a lot she's, of enemies. She's been a villain in, in a lot of situations. A lot sure. of people point to her directly and be like, she ruined my life. Right. Ah! right. And then you ruined your life. Or did she highlight that you were ruining your own life? Changing gears, let's talk about um, the new chapter in the Megan The Stallion and Tory Lane situation. So early this week, um, DJ slash blogger, DJ Academics. Um, <laughs> no, man, that was not supposed to be shady at all. I was DJ slash blogger. I'm sorry, I just gotta put the quotation marks around it because I never heard a track that this nigga hopped on. So, sorry, my bad. DJ? Yeah, a DJ, right? So. Oh, what track was he on? I'm sorry, let me, let me download. I, I, listen, if he's a DJ, if he calls up a DJ, He's a DJ. Oh, okay. So, okay. anyway, DJ Academics um, put out this tweet saying, breaking, breaking, as in breaking news, um, the, you know, the court or whatever, I'm not, I can't remember exactly, I'm going to put the tweet up, says that they, the DNA and the gun does not match Tory Lanez's. And then he deletes the tweet really quickly. And so Megan Stanley has to respond, explaining that, oh, like, this is just, this is a lie. And all that happened today was that they postponed the hearing till like April, right? Yeah. So did uh, postpone the hearing due to Tory Lane's um, defense attorney's recommendation. Mm, okay. So let's clarify: it wasn't postponed because of the prosecution. It wasn't postponed because of the state. It wasn't postponed because of Megan and her lawyers. It was postponed because directly. Tory Lanez's lawyers, which would be 
the defense lawyers is what we would call them. If you watch Law and Order, you know what I'm talking about. The defending who has committed the crime for you babies that are a little bit slow out there. Um, he or she asked for that extension. He or she has asked for that extension for the past however long this case has been going. Not the prosecution, not the district attorney, not Megan the Stallion, but Tory Lanez and his lawyer. I just really want y'all to understand where I'm coming from. Because I don't think y'all know how the criminal just, uh, justice system said, works. What's not clicking? What's not clicking? <laughs> what's not clicking? What's not clicking? <laughs> like, I just want y'all to get how the criminal justice, it's not like law and order. It's not 60 minutes. It's not 60 minutes, baby. It's not 90. It's real life. It's real life. Okay. Right. So he deletes the tweet. Megan puts out a statement and says, you know, why are you lying? Blah, blah. Called him a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> she <laughs> called him. She said, you midget ass bitch. That's not what she said. No, 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 no. She said, she, what she said is, I'm sudden you, you little ass fucking Tom and Jerry ass nigga. No, she, she, no, that's what she said. If you pull up the tweet, she called him a Tom and Jerry ass nigga. Go on her Instagram. She said, she said, Tom and Jerry. I don't know if you Tom or I don't know if you Jerry. She said, she told her to get your big ass on, which I thought was crazy enough. And then I think, I think she says big act because she called himself big act. And she calls him, get your little, she did something about, she referred to him as Lil at some point. And what did he say? He was like, you can't son me. Right. He, you he, can't he, little he, he boy gets me. On, he Ooh. gets onto Twitch and is like screaming at the camera. Yo, Meg, yo, I've been in this music business before you even thought of music. Okay, before you knew your fucking lullabies. Okay, so stop with this big, like, little boy. You can't little nigga me, uh, Meg. You just came in this shit. Okay? You came in this shit. Relax. You can't little nigga me. <laughs> you can't little nigga me, my nigga. I don't give a fuck what you got with Tori. You can't little nigga me. Meg, you don't deserve none of them fucking awards you got. The fuck is you talking about? How you go, little nigga me? You've been on Rock Nation basically getting sympathy awards for three years. Fuck is you talking about, Meg? Is Meg out of her mind? Meg, you the definition. You had a spark when you started. Now you garbage. We all thought you was going to be some top-tier lyricist. Nowadays, we don't even think about you when it comes to rapping. We thought he was going to compete with Nikki. You turned out to be mad. Fuck is you talking about? Ooh, academics, are you that big nigga? Ooh. Tell them, ooh. You're that big nigga. Ooh. <laughs> like, yo, dead ass. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Dead ass. Academics. Academics. Oh, God. Academics. I really... Okay, first of all, you call yourself a DJ. You are not a DJ. I ain't never... Not a single rapper would have you on your track. That's number one. Number two, these niggas send you day in and day out. For example, one of my favorite rappers, 21 Savage, send you to your face. Send you on Clubhouse. Send you on Twitch. Send you on YouTube. He sends you every chance you get. When he be like, y'all be like, oh, we're talking about academics. He'd be like, academics? Let me get it. Let me send him. You ain't never said nothing to you ain't never said nothing to 21 Savage. But women, you got smoke for. You really got a lot of smoke for women. You got a lot of smoke for women. And it's getting suspect. 
it's giving like you ever okay women y'all know this you ever run into that nigga and he tried to holler at you right and you're like i'm not interested and he call you all the time said fat you you dumbass bitch i ain't even want you in the first place how could you not accept me and you're just like who is this minion ass nigga like yelling at me from across the street that's what you give academics nothing about you is credible nothing about you says oh this is the kind of man who i should go to you have no credibility and you're not even shit you ain't got no manlyhood at that you're not embarrassed you be arguing with bitches that's what you spend your time doing i'm sorry i would just be embarrassed if i was you if you're not embarrassed i commend it um because you know it takes takes guts not to be embarrassed. Like it really takes guts not to care what other people say. So congrats. But the fact that you got a lot of smoke for women, your chubby fat ass, but you ain't got no smoke for the niggas who be, the fuck the Migos was like, I'm gonna beat your ass. And he was like, this was you. Nah, they did not. Nah, they wanted to fight Joe Budden. They like, wanted to fight, no. They wanted to fight Joe Budden. He was academics. Okay, they were about your And also, let's just say, like, the Go Hipsters pod does not condone uh, weightism. Oh, I, I apologize. I am a guest, and all of these views are of my own. Academics, you fat, midget ass, <laughs> short ass bitch. All the anger you have, funny for me, I have it towards Tori more than anyone else. I it mean, that ultimately, academics is, is being ridiculous and is being just, just antagonistic for no reason. Well, actually, there could be a reason we'll get to that. Yeah. But ultimately, Tory Lanez allegedly shot a woman. And I just, I, I can't, I, like, what was she gain in, in line about that? I agree. Line. And so, and then just his tweets while this is happening. It was like tweets from, like, all these, like, Megan's putting IG stories up. Academics is tweeting. And then Tory said, like, says, oh, you can't lie your way out this one this time. That's his first tweet, which is stupid enough. And then he comes back with... Good dick had me fucking two best friends, which so, I just feel like it's kind of the only a loser would say, but also it, pause niggas, but good dick don't have to actually like tweet. <laughs> they have good dick. I just, I didn't know if y'all men knew that all the men listening currently, if you have good dick, baby, you ain't got to tweet that you got good dick tweet. You ain't got to tweet that you got it. Just saying. <laughs> and I'm so because it's just the way he, he typed the tweets. He said, "Good dick had me fucking two best friends." He was like, "He was fucking two dicks." Like, you know, really, <laughs> the, the 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 syntax opened the way for a fantastic joke. But like, it. <laughs> I never even. <laughs> Like that. No, it's so much. No, 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 it's a viral tweet. This is like, <laughs> I feel like this like meaning leaks me. This nigga, good dick having fucking two best friends. It's, it's okay, my nigga. <laughs> it was relaxed. It, it, it was just, just a wild thing to say, considering what's happening. Considering that you, a woman got shot, and you're talking about your dick. Just the immaturity, the 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 wicked, really. The callousness of it all is really like, yo, like, is are you? But are we surprised? 
In Are the, we surprised? In the, no, honestly, in the way I am, and it's not that I've ever like thought highly of Tory Lanez, but it's like, yo, like, where is the humanity? I'm not surprised. Here's the thing. Like, when it comes to um, these type of situations, one, it's very common for people not to believe black women. It's very common. Mm -hmm. Very, very common. Number two, it's very common for these niggas to cape. For black men who they don't even know. Y'all niggas don't even know Tory Lanez and y'all capable for a nigga who y'all don't know. Y'all ain't fucked that nigga. Y'all ain't sucked that dick. Y'all ain't hung out with that nigga. Y'all don't know him. And y'all be like, yes, Tory Lanez is right. I can't believe that the women would be trying to take him down. Is that what you spend your day doing? I have to, it's really pathetic. And a lot of people like just went crazy off of that deleted tweet. That academics may say, yeah, I knew it, she was lying, blah, blah, blah. And, and y'all don't even, y'all don't even know the criminal justice system. It's, it's, it's y'all watch Law and Order and say, in 24 hours, if you do not have a response to this, um, this brief that I just put into motion, then I know you're lying. Nigga, you are not a lawyer. First of all, I think it's really sad that Tory Lane thinks he can campaign his way out of a legal you think it's sad yeah because like yeah like because the whole thing about making lies and putting out lies on the internet to me is trying to poison unless maybe they're trying to like maybe like contaminate the jury potential jury pool that's all i can see as far as this making any kind of sense this this you should if you if you shot someone and there were just three people there many like there's a victim and then it was you or, or kelsey like what is this lying about? It's not, honestly, it's not sad as manipulative. Yeah. And it's not surprising. As a woman who knows women who have dated men, uh, men who are narcissistic, men who understand that the power that they have, it's not sad at all. It's very, it makes sense. Before we move on, I just want to say my, a tweet from this week was actually perfect and just summarizing everything that's going on. Megan has shown us uh, her wounds and mm. text messages. And what has Tori shown you? The big ass veneers. Winners and losers. <laughs> All right, let me, uh, I'll let you go first. Have a list. We actually wrote our winners and losers down today because we're, we did. we're official like that. Okay. Go ahead. So winners, let me start. Macy Gray. <laughs> So a lot of people had a lot of shit to say about Macy Gray and her singing of the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? I thought Macy Gray executed it very well. It was no very Whitney, well. but like they made it seem like she was Fergie, which was just so unfair. She is and not Fergie. Let a flag Never off key. It was just. It was. It was this different. is literally how Mason Gray sings. That's how she. It's like. What, it's like she's like, always like, saying. Like seven years old. I think that was probably the issue. A lot of people were young and yeah. probably aren't that familiar with her work. I thought it was good. Mason Gray always sang like that. She always sounded like that. I don't know why y'all was tripping. Holly Bailey. Yes. <laughs> um. Holly Bailey. Half of Chloe and Holly. Okay. And soon to be Little Mary. Okay. Um. Hallie pulled out the grades. Hallie pulled out the grades. Miss Mamas knows she got talent. And she's not willing to waste it on you lame ass niggas. 
She don't give a fuck how big her titties is and how big her ass is. She is looking for the coint and she is looking for the notoriety. And I admire that. Quality. I admire that. And I guess what you're referencing is her uh, collaboration with Jermaine Dupree, Brian Michael Cox, and okay. John T. Austin. I'm glad you said that because I thought she was going to be a persistent. I was like, oh, I'm trying, not trying to drive the oh, other no, one no, into no, 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 no. Okay. Oh, we love both of them. And, and yeah. Yeah, I would never pit them two together. They yeah. were both fantastic in their own way. It's a shame Chloe's with Gunna, but oh, Kelly's dating some random too as well, right? I, I believe. It doesn't matter who they're dating. <laughs> I, I, it doesn't matter. You know what? I was, you know what? I was out of line for even mentioning that at all. They can date whoever they want. I think I've just been surprised by their choices. <laughs> <laughs> it just. <laughs> And they get fed up surprised by their choices. Hey yo. It's fine. It's okay, fine. so no. as as your guest, I will say I agree with the <laughs> I agree with being surprised. I think Gunna is hilarious in like an unintentional. Gunna actually very much so. Gunna, you're actually very talented. I, I listened oh, to his album. Oh, yeah, Gunna, he's really yeah, 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 yeah. Um the pussy got powerful. No, no, no. She covered for hours. No, hey, he's, he's dope. Dope. Like, you're very talented. I will say, though, that um, Chloe, that's just not the direction I thought she was going to go. Not in but, terms but of who you're dating. Ultimately, it's not. It's neither of our business. Hey. Ultimately, she can do whatever she wants. There we go. She's, she's a grown woman. I think as the public, we have a way of, like, creating scenarios in our heads yep. and, and matching people. Oh, because you look like this and you end up with someone like that. Because you look also, like this and you got talent like that. I just... Chloe. Okay, so, real quick. Just real quick. Chloe. You are so talented. But so is Gunna, though. Okay. I think I think the issue is that people think they're, like, as far as looks are concerned, they're in different leagues. No, 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 no. I think that's what the, she. Okay, no, I could, also, no. a as a woman, no, no, as no, no, a no. beautiful woman, I no, love I to say ugly niggas. Not that, calling you ugly, gonna, but no, no, no. But there was a tweet that said, "Oh, wow, wow, Chloe's really going to Beyonce, Beyonce with oh, like she's also dating an ugly ass nigga. Bad and, bitches date ugly niggas. She would know. Shirley Ralph. Amen. Woman. Amen. Okay, so as a dark-skinned black woman, I'm going to tell you the first on my list will always be dark-skinned black women. Talented dark-skinned black women, beautiful dark-skinned black women. Not only is she talented, she's honest, she's transparent, and she is who she is. And I admire that so much. I have not seen a single episode of... Abbott Elementary. I've not seen a single episode, but I yearn, like, I'm literally yearning to watch. The only reason I ain't watch yet is because I'm trying to figure out how the Hulu situation worked with other people's passwords and shit, to be frank. <laughs> to be frank, it's not that I'm broke. I just, if somebody else oh, got we the know, pass... We know that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your girl not broke. We but hey, I do wanna um I do wanna support Cheryl. I do wanna do support um Oh you got a large Quinta Brunson? Yeah. A large? She she was my alma mater. Temple May. She did? I I don't think we were there at the same time. It's a talent though. I really do admire talented. that. I admire that. It takes a lot of hard work. 
you know, I think as like regular people, we be seeing the shit that goes on social media and mm -hmm. we don't understand the work that goes on behind the scenes to make it to the level that you make to transfer from I'm just a social media person to like I am a real, yeah. real life talent. People looking at my work and they're very serious about it. So I think that's amazing. I really, the, my thing about Cheryl is I saw that clip with her and her son. Where she's uh, telling her it? son, she's like, "No, it's not. You're you're giving trying to be cool. Yeah, so like you're not giving it, it naturally like cool. Yeah. This is trying to be cool. They they had a show um many years ago. But if you're naturally cool, it's just giving. And I said, I know that's right, Cheryl. Right. And it's funny. I, I, she had this funny clip. Uh, not funny clip. She was on a, a round table for the Hollywood Reporter with uh, Lynn Whitfield and Wendy Raquel Robinson. And she's talking about how I did a series called FAM for CBS. And one of the executive producers came up to me because the network and somebody else said, no, this is this is the person. So I came on and he walked right up to me on that first day and he said, so tell me, what have you done? Wow. <laughs> wow. And I was like, wow. And that's so why I was quiet. And he said, do you sing? And I said, oh, <laughs> oh. so then I, I just said, you know, excuse me for a minute, but maybe you should ask somebody because you might be very embarrassed that you asked me that question. And I want us to get off on the right foot together. Mm. So in even in unsuspecting places, that can be very much a thing where there are certain people who have no idea who you are and what you've done after all these years. Yeah, and I think her, her response was brilliant. So uh, yeah, uh, blessings to Cheryl Lee Ralph. The but original, no, the let's original. talk about what's the response because I need for all of the regular people to know as they're going into their workplaces, as they're experiencing just everyday life, how to respond to situations where you will be discredited. You were not that bitch. Cheryl is that bitch and she was discredited. So I need them to know, like, you will be discredited within your career. And here's an example of how to respond. You want an example from me? Or, or, I want or, or, whatever Cheryl Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're looking at me. I thought, oh. I mean, I know you be talking your shit. Oh. I'm not surprised. I would not be surprised if you. I would not be surprised if Roxanne was like, well, really, a situation happened. And I told that bitch, who the fuck is you talking to? Because my paper is up, bitch. What's your credit? But that's not what I'm talking about right now. Right? Yeah. I want a yeah. calm, respectful. I, 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 I love what she did. I, I wouldn't have been as gracious. So, um. Blessings to her. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have been as gracious as some real shit. Facts. Next person is Summer Walker. Summer Walker said, I don't give a fuck what y'all want. This is what I want. Okay. I cannot sing that song, but I just wanted to talk to y'all for a second. For anybody who came here and was like, oh, she didn't do reciprocate. She didn't do 30. Yeah, she didn't do session 33. I didn't do a lot of songs. Um, from the new album, I want you to know that, you know, this shit is real. Like, I write a lot of my stuff. I write most of my stuff. And, you know, it's still a fresh wound. My baby, she not even one yet. And I ain't got time to be up here singing that shit, crying in front of y'all. So, I sang what I could. And I hope that y'all still enjoy the show. people 
people who take control of their career, who take control of their livelihood. And I and really admire that. I admire, I admire one, the transparency. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of us to tell a room full of people who have certain expectations of you, hey, I can't do this because honestly, it makes me uncomfortable. I admire that level of transparency. Number two, I don't have a set, I don't have a second baby daddy, third baby daddy, fourth baby daddy. I am not baby mamas with several other baby mamas. So I don't know what that experience is like, mm -hmm. but I can imagine that to be hard. And for her to say, look, y'all, y'all got to respect the fact that this shit's still hard. I'm still going through it. She lets y'all in along the way. She literally is going through this shit at the moment and will live Instagram. He didn't tell me where my baby is sleeping. Oh, my God. This is so upsetting. Mm -hmm. Like, she's letting y'all in. And the fact that she's letting y'all in is some real shit. Y'all really got to pay her some respect. Y'all really got to stop trying to get Summer Walker to be somebody who she's not. She is not Beyonce. She is not Janet Jackson. And she never will be. And she never will be. She is who she is. She told y'all who she is. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, but we love Summer Walker. <laughs> I fucking hate this nigga. This nigga really said... And she never will be. <laughs> no, no, we. <laughs> so, no, but we love Summer Walker. No, fuck this nigga. Summer, if you listen to this, fuck this nigga. This nigga said, and she never will be. Kiki Wyatt, get your motherfucking babies. Because motherfuckers will be like, oh, these people are out here having kids. They don't have to take care of them. Why are they having so many kids? You having the kids, you know how to take care of them. You don't give a fuck. You married. I, I disagree strongly. I, I do think that 11 kids, I guess she's it's 10, I think, I think she might have lost one, but she, 10 kids, I think it's too many. Granted, some of her kids are adults now, but I, I that's too much. That's too much. But you're also speaking to someone who doesn't think anyone should have more than two kids. But 10 kids is a little OD, I think. It, it's, okay, it's, it's what makes 10 kids OD? I don't think there is, no matter how much money you have, and I think a lot of what you're saying comes from the fact that she has the means to provide for 10 kids, but I don't think 10 kids will ever have enough um, attention from the same mother. It's funny, there's a TikToker who made a point where as, as far, you know, she might seem, you know, similar to Nick Cannon, but Nick Cannon's kids are better off and says that they all have their mothers in like pockets of two kids here, one kid here, as opposed to all these 10 kids who have to share one mother. Um, so, you know, I think it's reckless. I think it looks crazy, but um, it's, you know. <laughs> then here's what I will say. Um, I think that as a black woman, people like to put a lot of stigmas on you on how you should be how you should behave and what you should be. And they ain't got the same smoke for black men. They ain't got the same smoke for white women and they ain't got the same smoke for white men. So if you feel like your kids are able to live a healthy life and you feel like you're doing your best to provide for them and they feel like they have a family to support them, then do you baby. Because at the end of the day, all the kids is under your roof. They don't got 15 daddies. They don't got 15 mamas. 
They got. They don't they have got three daddies, but it doesn't matter. They you got know. Three daddies? Yeah, she has. They're not all that same guy, but you know, it's. it's oh wait, that nigga that's in a picture with her is that the guy? It's not. Oh no. Yeah. Jeez. Um, I'm gonna take the out my list real know, quick. I'm not bring up my personal, but the only people I know with that many kids and same couple is like my. My uncle and wife. Yeah, my auntie got like <laughs> nine, ten kids, and oh, they the all yeah, the same yeah. mama, same daddy. Yeah. So I thought it was the same mama, same daddy type shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that changes things. LeBron James and his son. I love nepotism. The fact that that LeBron came straight out and said, "Y'all, if y'all want me, and y'all taking my son, I'll be right there." Nepotism, love it. I don't give a fuck how talented LeBron James Jr. is. He's not LeBron James. He is LeBron James. Jr. He's LeBron James but, Jr. But he, he's good. he's called Bronny James, but his government name is LeBron. LeBron James Jr. Okay, I don't give a fuck. Just 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 to add context. In an interview, LeBron James said that his final season will be at whatever team his son is drafted to. So Even at his old ass age. Right. There's an assumption that oh, his son will get drafted, which I love. But also, uh, you know, he's not that. I think, you know, there's some players who've played all the way to 40. He's 37 now. So clearly he's planning for like the next yeah. know, four years. So, um, you know, I, I, I think it's I, I don't have a problem with it. And clearly you don't either. So. Yeah, no, honestly, I love it. I want more people to have nepotism. I want more people to say to their employers, oh, yeah, for sure, I'll stay here. I'll stay here for a couple of years. Um, are you going to hire my child? I like that energy. And honestly, the fact that motherfuckers be like, oh, that's nepotism. You don't know if your son is talented enough, so. So. My loser is number one, Kanye. I don't like chatty-ass niggas. Kanye is a chatty ass nigga. I only have one winner this week, and my winner is Katanji Brown Jackson, the nominee to the Supreme Court to replace Stephen Breyer. She is the first black woman to be nominated, and if she's confirmed, will be the first black female Supreme Court justice in the history of this country. With gorgeous hair. She is a yes, a locked goddess, much like our co-host this week. And um, you know, she's double Harvarded up. She is a former clerk for Justice Breyer, who she's replacing, and she is a judge on the D.C. Circuit mm -hmm. uh, Court of Appeals. Incredibly impressive, um, really young, so if, we, if she gets confirmed, we're going to have her for at least, like, 25 years. Hell yeah. Um, and, you know, I, listen, I love to see it, and it just there was this picture, uh, just when the statement was made, it was Biden with Kamala Harris and Katanji on his other side and it's like these are literally the two most powerful black women in the history of this country all right so my losers for this week okay first loser has to be Juwan howard uh former nba player and current head coach of is that University the one who won the pink pants the people in the pants no that's the lady well i forget her name but, I'm sorry. I, but we love her we love her because you was you was that you was she's giving a it. female basketball coach for a college team and she was Killing the fashions. Fashion. And then someone like talked shit about her and then she went even harder, which I love. Fashion. But um, <laughs> let's talk. Uh, well, I'm talking about Juwan Howard, former NBA player, current head coach of the University of Michigan um, uh, men's basketball team, who I think embarrassed himself by putting the pause on uh, one of the uh, assistant coaches for um, University of Wisconsin. They had lost the game and then he was salty. And I guess they're. they're... Now, granted, the, the Wisconsin coach did hold him. Yeah, so um, <laughs> everything's the same, but 
<laughs> yeah. What else? So yeah. So the coach had held him and held his his arm, and he goes like, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" And then there's this whole scuffle, and then instead of punching the head coach of Wisconsin, he punches like one of their assistant coaches. Like not punching, he smushes one of their assistant coaches. Like, I'm like, no, why? Anyway, John Howard, unnecessary. That's an L for you. Second loser, Vladimir Putin, the president, the dictator, That's loser. dictator of Russia, who's currently wreaking havoc in Ukraine because he thinks Ukraine should be a part of Russia because of the historical Soviet Union connections. I don't got to say like much about this. You already know, loser for sure. And, and why? Don't say you ain't got to say too much. I want to know why. Why? Do, oh, why? I might agree with you. I mean, but I just he know is why. being a terror. Um, uh, apparently uh, up to 4 million Ukrainians will end up being displaced because mm. of this. People went like literally, um, crossing the borders, trying to, uh, you know, find safe haven. I will say this though, there's a way people are a bit more sympathetic towards white people in distress than they are with people of other hues when they're in distress. Huh? And, huh? um... And so, and that's something that's kind of like been in the back of my mind. It's a time. very, it's very much a highlight that I've realized. Yeah, and also, I, have I mean, to say, even though you have you have African people in Ukraine right now, yeah, who are apparently being turned away at the the Polish border when they're trying to escape with the with the Ukrainians. He said so it that that's out. that's really a part that is really standing out to me, and and, and makes it hard for me to feel sorry for these people. Here's the, at I'm the not end saying of I'm the not day. sorry for them, but it's like clearly racism is present still. And at the end of the day, I can't, I cannot cape for or give a fuck about what white people with privilege are experiencing when black people are experiencing worse than you in your same country. Now, if we were talking about, okay, the black people are in another country, they're experiencing bullshit, that ain't got nothing to do with me, that's one thing. Y'all are literally turning black people away from escaping, um, escaping trauma, escaping um, death, escaping, um, what do you call it when? Escaping war. War. Y'all are literally stopping black, African, dark-skinned people from escaping war because y'all are like, oh. Apparently what they said, this is a quote I saw on Twitter, oh, we have to help the Ukrainians first, which is crazy. Anyway. Um, Highlight. So basically, they're being sent to the back of the line. Meanwhile, I see mad white people on my timeline. Oh my gosh, this white person gave up their life mm -hmm. to save us, to save the Ukraine. No, listen, let's really be clear, and I want to be clear. And this is speaking for both of us when I say this. The whole thing is sad. We're definitely sad for Ukrainians. Why do you want to say both of us? No, because I believe you're sad for them as well. But I, I, it's unfortunate that racism rears its head. Even. Any place that racism rears its head, I don't feel sorry for it. Okay. And that's fair. I'll give it that. If you do not have any respect for humanity, humans, I don't give a fuck what your skin color is. I don't give a fuck what your experience is. Humans, I can't have no respect for you. Do I think that their president is a G? Because their president was like, I ain't escaping shit. I'm mm -hmm. fighting with these mm -hmm, niggas. Mm -hmm. I respect that. Yeah. I actually really do. Like, I admire that. Yeah, I respect that. Offer, like, listen, it, it, the whole thing is sad, but it's as sad. black people, as, as, black people, it, it as a is, black woman, it's heartbreaking to see that people 
can still find the time and space to be For racist, racism at a time like this. My final loser is Jason Lee, founder of Hollywood uh, Unlocked <laughs> and former Love and Hip Hop LA, uh, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood star. Um, he posted an exclusive this week that Queen Elizabeth II had died, and uh, and when he was pressed on it, he said, "I stand by my sources." He said he has sources in the palace, and, and okay, the, but and let's the way, talk about it. Though, who was the source? Uh, uh, the source was somebody who was supposed to go to a wedding. A wedding that they invited Queen Elizabeth to, and when they didn't see Queen Elizabeth as the witness, they said, "Oh, that bitch gotta be dead." That's what oh, they said. Was? I didn't know that much detail. Literally, it's the the literally firsthand witness. Oh, Queen Elizabeth must be dead. Is somebody who was invited to the same wedding she was at and noticed she wasn't at that wedding and was like, that "Oh, she must be dead." And now, granted, she did test positive for COVID a few days before he posted this, so she should be dead. It's not right, like right. I'm so, so it's, not, for that. it's not like it's not a far fetched idea to think she would die from it. However, the whole thing is just is hilarious that you know. He would just run off if that was his source with something like that. And, you know, it's funny because as ridiculous as he might seem, he is very... I like how he's standing on him. Connected, I guess. Like, mm -hmm. he knows... He, he, he gets... He, he's very connected. He's, he's very good at, like, you know, collecting famous friends. And so... Um, what I like is that the fact that he said that, y'all gonna see... And then he ended up being wrong, which is embarrassing. No, 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 but is he wrong? When's the last time you used to Queen Elizabeth? No, but she met with Boris Johnson. Okay. That day. But do we trust Boris Johnson? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. You're saying that they might be lying. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, sitting here like, oh, my God. Jason Lee is the top-notch reporter of all of this shit. I'm just saying. We still haven't seen the Queen. Fair. I ain't seen her. But. I unless you're saying the entire British government is lying, then I, I don't. I, is that far fetched? Please tell me, is that far fetched? No. But anyways, yes, uh, Debbie, <laughs> I love you dearly. I love him. Thank you. But so y'all, I know y'all love me. And please, and please, um, let the people know where they can find you on social media. Um, you can find me at Miss Debbie on Instagram. That's M S dot T H E V E Y. You can always find me on Rante's podcast because I love Rante and I love what he be talking about. And this shit really be funny. And so if I ever made you laugh, please replay that clip over and over and over again. Get this nigga's views all the way up. Just watch that shit. And then comment in the comments and be like, yo, y'all funny as shit because honestly, we're not gonna make too long. We are. We really are. You and really drank your champagne, but... And this... Oh, this is me drunk on other shit. This is not even me drunk. Yeah, you barely... Yeah, I mean, I did fill up your glass, but yes. She's been... She's been, she's been brunching me. I've been brunching. All that, all that other stuff. I've been brunching. But no, honestly, if we're being real, ain't no other bitch like me I'm not saying that. Episode 54. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.